never be. Even if you try. This was supposed to boost my confidence, but the introvert in me made itself known. I don't think in terms of common sense. All it wants to do is be alone. Even though. They're dancing, so I'm on my feet. All I wanted was to be your friend, but you won't give me the time of day. Down. It was like, what the fuck? Walking through Jesus Christ, it fucking. Come on. Come on, Provo Kid. I haven't done that in a while. Not in a couple weeks of just fucking up the, the introduction. Um, it's not a big deal. There are too many fucking people on this planet, and I talked about overpopulation, right, on my last episode. And. How racist the news narrative is in blaming just sub-Saharan Africa for this problem. <laughs> Instead of China. China. Or, uh, I mean, who else would you blame? Uh, but, but either way, right now, as far as overpopulation is concerned, uh, the blame falls apparently on Africa uh, as a continent. Which, you know, sorry Africa, 
that's just the way things go, uh, at least in the Western news media. So we got too many fucking people. And today I encountered evidence to <clears throat> honestly made me made me think that, in fact, you know what? It's not sub-Saharan Africa. It's probably America. America in general. Why is America overpopulated? And normally I wouldn't say America's overpopulated because you just look around and you know, there's always a par parking space where I'm at and lines aren't really ever that that long but you know whatever here we are here we go but i saw um do you ever just see people and you're just surprised first of all they exist okay and then they made it as far as they did and i'm talking about um really typically obese people okay i'm talking balding obese balding boom boom and what else do we have? Obese, balding, and um, a minivan. And also clothes that don't fit. So we're going with the trifecta, couple things here. Quadfecta. Um, and there's, there's a plethora of these types of individuals. And they're not homeless. Now I wonder how... I, here's what I think is happening in America right now. There is a calling of fatness. Right. So there was a while in this country where you could really ride the fat train. And, and I mean this, this country, this country was like a akin to maybe a factory farm. Right. So you have you have a huge uh, industry of gluttonizing Americans and what for? So they can be customers for life. So you can sell them liposuction, diet pills, diet exercise, diet magazines, diet equipment, gym memberships, da 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 You know what I mean? So like the whole industry in America was get everybody fat. and But now we don't want fat people anymore. In fact, fat people are a detriment to a society. In fact, we realize that when you make people fat, you make them dumb. So we created unintentionally a really dumb population. And if you don't know this, there are a lot of fat people in this country. Now, as someone who was fat as a kid, right? Oh, like, bro, kid, you were fat when you were a kid? Fuck yeah, I was, okay? I had all silvers for teeth, all silvers. I was that kid, okay? I had donuts every morning, okay? My father, I'm sure, felt bad for dropping me off at a daycare, Till I was 10 years old. So he got me donuts in the morning. And I got fat. I ate my problems as a kid. Not a problem. <laughs> I got out of it. Right? Thankfully. I really enjoyed sports. So I uh, naturally worked my way out of being a fatty. Uh, now... So I, I have a, and I, I used to think it was weird. It's like when I was in elementary school, only fat girls liked me. I was like, oh man, you're the kid the fat girls like. I was like, why is that? And nobody really wanted to tell me. It was because I was the other fat kid. Um, so anyways, here's what I'm saying. <laughs> Jesus Christ, truth comes out. Brother kid has a fat history. And that's why I feel comfortable fat shaming anybody. Because I got out of it. Right, and I can easily fall back into. It. I think most people can, right? And uh, most people can become fat in today's society because our country's trying to fucking kill us, okay? Trying to poison you, and it's not your fault, right? As a human, it is your fault. But I mean, everybody thinks this country is free, but everything in this country is trying to kill you simultaneously. Like <laughs> this country is so delusional, and I also want to 
clear up some things too, right? Um, I am, in fact, right, coming out clearly as an anarchist. I've seen a couple people, you know, I'm not going to name names, dude. This isn't a podcast where I get specific anymore. I'm vague as fuck. (laughs) So, dude, uh, some people really don't know anything about anarchy. And the reason they don't know anything about anarchy is because they've never cared about it. But they have opinions about that. You know, people who generate opinions about things they've never cared about. And unfortunately for some of the people who encounter the idea of anarchy, their examples and their encounters with anarchists are, it's like when you meet a Christian who's not really Christian, but they throw around the title, but they've broken all Ten Commandments and they do so willingly. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you are you really a Christian? Because you're not really trying to live by any of the principles. So anarchy is the same way, right? Oh, you're an anarchist, but you're flying on a, what's it called? <laughs> a chartered flight to Anarcho, Anarcopulco, and you're hanging out in a group and you're trying to figure out how to implement a social system in a collective society. And you're trying to be a part of a group. That's not anarchy. Right? And here's the truth. I haven't seen really one person articulate, in my opinion, at all, well, what anarchy is on the internet. All you can go do is find lectures, which I've listened to a few. And I've read essays, books on anarchy. Okay? And you can gain some insight into people describing the philosophy of anarchy. But, I mean... You know, there's no real good anarchists out there. Again, you have Dave Smith, who claims to be an anarchist, but what's he a part of? A group. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're, a, you're a really... And I understand when an anarchist is a part of a group, and it, it can... It's a contradiction, right? So how does, how does that work itself out? Excuse me. Sorry about that dead air. How does an anarchist uh, resolve the fact that it's a fiercely individual philosophy, right? And yet people find themselves in collective groups. So how does this work out? So an anarchist, when pursuing a selfish interest, right, uh, may join a collective group for the explicit purpose of achieving their own individual selfish purpose or pursuit. So, you know, I mean, I agree you can find yourself as an anarchist, right, in collective communities, but you have to be explicit when you are in that collective community and not be, and I've said this before, uh, wolf in sheep's clothing. In other words, you can't join a community and say, I'm not an anarchist. You have to say you're an anarchist. You're not really there for the community. You're there for the benefits, right? You're there for the protection. You're there for whatever the community affords as a benefit. And I think that uh, is a wise thing to do as an individual. <clears throat> and you could be a part of a group without being a part of a group. Well, what did Jesus say? In the world, but not of it, right? You get it? Do you get what an anarchist is? You're in the world, but you're not of it. You know, I'm just here, so uh, the wolves on the outside don't eat me. But believe me, bud, not really uh, for all this bullshit. And I think that's what an anarchist is in a lot of sense. You could find an anarchist in any culture, in any society, and they might look like they're part of the collective, but it could just be a survival mechanism. Um, Either way, I don't know, right? Everybody who talks about anarchy is talking typically, I think, in a sense where they're trying to create a a state or a system, 
right? So you imagine an anarchist and they're, they're talking from the perspective of maybe like a political scientist and like, when I have my system of anarchy, it'll look like this. And I think that shit's insane, right? So an anarchist, if you're a real anarchist, you, you're not really trying to create any system. You don't give a fuck about systems. You're just doing what you want every single day in some sense. And people would call that, and I've heard this, satanic. And uh, it's interesting. Anarchism is associated, I think, in some sense with Satanism. And also, Aleister Crowley, do what thou wilt. Uh, a couple of these other concepts where people have a problem with. Um, but here, here's what I was talking about earlier. <laughs> there are definitely way too many uh, people in this country and in the world, I would say. And I do believe that I saw some of these people today. And you see them get out of their minivan and they're pushing, I don't know, both of them, man and woman. Together, honestly, five bills. <laughs> They're pushing five bills. They're five, six hundred pounds of people, two of them. And their IQ collectively, below 200. Now, you think about this problem in America where you can have two individuals collectively weigh close to 600 pounds, but intellectually, below 200 combined, we got a big problem. Somehow, these people are allowed on the road. God bless them. Um, but they were, I mean, I don't know why young people are dying, but God's taking the wrong people. Let me tell you that right now. And it's like, who am I to judge? I'm looking at some of these people and I'm saying, amitize the Ashton. There couldn't be a better time for another. And I was reading the Bible, which I don't often do. Uh, but it said in the Bible, like, oh, God's not going to do another flood on you, boys. In the Old Testament, Genesis, God's like, you know what? No more floods. All right, God, if that's the deal, right? <clears throat> no more floods. Hey, send a meteor, okay? <laughs> clear out this fucking planet. We could use another clear out. And, you know, I understand when you say shit like this, like you put yourself underneath the location of the potential asteroid. Hey, you know what? This, I was... Hey, who cares, right? If the world's, if the world is what the world is, dude, the asteroid's gonna hit wherever it hits, right? So all I'm saying is, if it gets near my location, the asteroid sent by God, because he's not doing floods anymore. So it's gotta, isn't that weird? No more floods. What's God gonna do if it's not a flood? I was thinking asteroid would still cause a flood, so a fire. Ah, uh, man, I wish dinosaurs would come back. I wish something cool like that would happen. Like a gateway shift. Imagine if... This is... Take this idea if you want. Excuse me. Imagine if you will... That God understands that he made a deal. No more floods. So he says, I'm just going to bring back all these dinosaurs. And dinosaur zombies start just collectively. Okay? reconfiguring themselves in museums and you're going to say how's that possible it's not because museums typically only have one or two bones but let's just imagine that god brings back dinosaurs that'd be a nice way to 
clear out all the unwanted people. And there are a lot of, and you're like, Jesus Christ, how can I think these thoughts? I just think when I look at some of these people, right? And I feel bad. Maybe someone looks at me that way. God forbid it's possible. They're like, oh, there's way too many people like that. And that's true. There is a group of people who are like, oh, white, cisgendered male, six foot above. Too many of them. <laughs> oh, God, too many of those those white, cisgendered males, six foot and above. Uh, man. Yeah, there are people who probably look at me the same way I look at other people. That's what I'm saying. It's all fair square, right? Everybody right now in our world, I think, is looking at everybody else antagonistically. And I would like God to be the mediator and be like, you know what? I would like a neutralizing event from something outside of all the prejudices in the world, right? So I don't like the prejudices people have towards each other because it seems not fair, right? If we're like, hey, we're going to decide how to you know, emnetize the eschaton and get rid of all these stupid fat fucking people or whatever, whatever group you don't like. I'd prefer if God came in and God mediated like he did before and God took out the wrong people or the right people, whatever you you phrase it. I really would like if God came down in whatever way and he cleared the crop. I like, it'd be such a blessing. It would be one of the best things. Imagine you wake up tomorrow all the people in the world that shouldn't be there aren't. <laughs> Imagine the roads are less crowded. Think about climate change. Forget about it. Not even a big deal because all the fucking idiots are gone. All the the waste of space that really are a part of this world. There are a lot of waste of space. I hate saying this. It is true. There are lots of people shouldn't be here. And uh, a lot of people should be here. A lot of people shouldn't be here. Who am I to say? I'm not. That's why I'm asking God, right? God, please come down because I'm prejudiced. My, you want to know who I don't want here? About anybody 50 years old plus. Don't care what, don't care anything else besides that. 50 plus, okay? And you're pushing two bills, three respectively, and you're unhealthy and your IQ's room temperature. You can go. You know, I feel bad saying that. Um, but that's like, I'm just saying that's maybe one one group. <laughs> one group of people. And it's, it's bad. That's why I don't want to be the person. I think God was right to do things before with the flood. He came in. He just was like, you know what? Shit's so fucked up. I can't, I can't sift out all the human waste and giant waste whatever these things were before so he's a fucking wash them away great call okay but now like i said bible says no more floods so god if he's playing a fucking board game just got rid of one of the best cards fuck so what's he gonna do okay i'm asking him i'm thinking like god is it an asteroid fires aren't gonna work droughts would suck I think something's coming because he said no more water. Well, what's next? And I'm for it. I hate saying for I I hate saying this, but when you look at some of your fellow humans, you realize like, ah, oh, this isn't. Hey, this isn't. What's going on? Why are people looking? Why? Why? You could if you saw a rat. Now imagine you're walking on the street like a fucking idiot, okay? And you look at a rat, and the rat's like, I don't know, 
overweight, obese. It's got sores and stuff. And it's got a bunch of rat kids with it, I guess. And um, it's got a little jar for you, for money. And you're like, oh, you can clearly look at that rat and say something's wrong. Some, that rat is sick. And we can all, like, I don't know if there's a healthy looking rat, but that rat you look at, it's like something's fucked up and it shouldn't even be doing more fucked up shit. And, or something like that, right? And But people can't see that when they look around at their fellow citizens. Like, I saw people today, I'm like, dude, how, does anybody else see this? How did this fucking guy get a minivan with his fucking obese wife? I get so disgusted some, for some reason. This is my problem. I'm working on this. I get disgusted when I see people sometimes. I go out in public and I see some people. I'm like, God, why? Why? Makes no sense. How is this person so alive? We got young people dropping like flies. This person's pushing three bills, two bills with his wife. They're, they're, they're pushing six bills. They're almost a full flock. They're almost a full flock of seagulls. Room temperature IQ between the both of them? I don't know, 150. Got a, not, got a minivan. Got kids. Clothes don't fit. Balding. And I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck? God, why'd you use the water card and say you would? I'd take floods again. Flood after flood. Get rid of these fat fucking people. They can't swim. I have a friend with a boat. Two friends with boats. Three friends with boats. And they don't take me boating. It's the worst part. I don't, you know, it's fine. But I know them. And if there was a fucking flood, thank God I know people with boats. It's like, God, bro, can one of you let me and my family on your boat? They're all fishing boats, though. That's the other problem. I don't think that would matter. I think in the end, God's not coming with the flood, though. We talked about that. God made a promise in the Bible. No more floods. So what's he coming with? I have no clue, dude. If God comes with another flood, I'd say you're not allowed to do that. But God could lie, though. That's the other thing. If he is God, he's like, yo, well, I know I said that, but it was a human who wrote that. I'm sorry. He got it wrong. <laughs> God has the ultimate take back seat. I take it back. I take it back. And you think about it. Why won't there be another flood? Because there's, there could be. Who am I to say? I just, you know, I want another one. I want something big. That I don't want another country. These, these wars where people kill each other, I'm so over humans hurting each other, right? Or be like humans deciding the value of human life. I don't want that anymore. I want a neutral factor, like a mediator, okay? Not a human. God. I want God to step in. This is where you, this is where the idea of a rapture comes in. I think the real idea, here's my conspiracy. I think the government has artificially created, recreated through crisp, you know, really crisp, tender fried chicken. I'm talking about this technology that alters DNA. I think they've but something not like that, but the food, you know what I'm saying? I, apparently, if you even say this, I found this out. If you talk about the thing I'm going to talk about, your channel gets flagged. I'm like, why is that? Why, if I talk about this issue, it's my channel going to get flagged? Um, but sure enough, apparently it gets flagged if you talk about this. So I think they're going to recreate a Jesus-like individual, something like that. And they're going to, excuse me, they're going to like, hey, he's back. 
and he's gonna t- and he's gonna be fucking racist as fuck, or whatever. Whatever. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he won't be racist. He'll be prejudiced, which maybe is what he'll do. But this isn't the real Jesus, right? I'm talking about this is like uh, if the government recreated Jesus, like a blue beam project. People are like, oh, aliens are coming back. Are you sure? Wouldn't it be easier to recreate a Jesus, right, who's controlled with a neural implant, who could do crazy shit, be really intelligent, be all-knowing? Wouldn't that be more plausible than the government spending an exorbitant amount of money to recreate an alien invasion like in like the fucking movie with Will Smith? People are insane. And I'm insane too, okay? All I'm saying is more likely, right, 100% more likely they recreate even Buddha. You know, they're going to recreate God Squad. And I've said this before on my podcast. This isn't a new thing I've talked about. This is my personal homebrew conspiracy. And uh, yeah, they're, they're going to recreate the God Squad. And it's my own little belief. These gods are going to pop up like they did, right? Like all these great geniuses did in the past. And it's going to be presented as if like a natural occurrence. And nobody's going to... They might shoot these fucking bioengineered super fucking mutant freaks from the sky from one of their fucking things and it'll pop out like Arnold Schwarzenegger okay and it'll start like proselytizing talking Jesus right and or maybe Buddha right they're gonna shoot down all these genetically modified motherfucking humans and it's going to land all over the earth. And it'll be just like the fucking tournament. Everyone's going to circle around and like, oh my God, what the fuck's going on? And the capsule opens up and they designed it just to look organic. Like, I don't know. For Buddha, it'll be a lotus flower. It'll be like a little fucking flower landed in a desert. And Buddha comes out, the skinny one, not the fat one. And then for Jesus Christ, what's Jesus Christ coming down in? Uh, probably an egg. I don't know. Jesus is... <laughs> Because of Easter, right? So Jesus comes down. Lands in his fucking egg. Steps out and he's like, I'm here to work with the other gods. And there's only, you know, Buddha. Who else? We got Jesus. And we got maybe Muhammad. I don't know. I'm not, I don't even want to say it. If he's, maybe it's questionable. But like, not he, I don't know if he's a god, he's a prophet. So, but I'm saying some of these people, maybe I'm misusing the word God. But anyways, these fucking dirt deities, da, 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 they all land and they start making people be friends. And uh, that's how I think the world, new world order will actually be implemented before aliens, before they try aliens, they're going to go with something that's already been done. They're going to they're gonna look at the script and say, guys, may, before we do aliens, guys, come here. Come here. Before we do aliens, maybe. I'm just telling you, Elon, come here, Elon. Elon, pull up a chair. Elon, think about this. We use uh, one of those uh, Epstein, you know, the Epstein guy. We'd get one of these people he trafficked, okay, from uh, Mediterranean area. Okay, one of those Jesus-looking guys. And we get his DNA. And then we, Elon, tell me if you think this is right or wrong. Anyway, so we, we reproduce them. Chris, get the, and hey, bring the Kentucky Fried Crispy Chicken over here. We use that. We recreate this individual, Elon. We put you, hey, Elon, come here. We put, stay over here, Elon, stay over here. We put your technology in his head. 
we shoot them down from your Starlink satellites. Okay? Elon, listen. I know you're autistic, Elon. And he pops out of an egg and he starts telling people to listen to us. Wouldn't that be easier than aliens? And I can't do an Elon impression, but Elon. Mm. Yeah, sure. And that's how it's going to happen. They're going to use that technology. And that's my little homebrew conspiracy on that. I hope that happens. I'd way prefer that. Um, but as far as like a, a neutralized, if that person came down, I was like, ah, oh, you and you and you get on these trains. I'd, f- I'd be like, fuck, do I get on? He selects me because I'm a th- the government's like, we got to get rid of critical thinking people or anybody who thinks they're critical thinkers. So Jesus comes down. He's like, ah, you're not obedient. You don't follow my word. I'm like, you're right. I don't. And he, they ship us off to maybe some like, I don't know, extreme sports camp. Something like that. Anyways, welcome to the show. Halfway through the intro song was Del Perro. Uh, the title of the song was The Introvert. Man, what a great first half of the podcast. Feels good to be back. Talking bullshit. Talking bullshit, dude. Just hanging out. Talking to myself out loud. Nothing better. Nothing's better than talking to yourself out loud. A lot of people, I think, talk to themselves... Here's what I found out, apparently. It's like, oh, internal dialogue's a rare thing. Is it? I know some autistic people. Now, think about this. I'm talking in my head all the time, in some sense. I'm thinking. And you think there's people out there who don't have that? Oh, man. Add them to the list, right? And if it's not, let's talk about world events that are neutral I don't know what's left besides asteroids you know what I mean I think a solar flare I'd be personally for technology being wiped out I've been for this for a while if we could just wipe out all of technology I think that would fix 100% of the world's problems 100% if you got rid of screens forever the world would be just think about that. Just screens alone. We don't need them, right? They, they're convenient. They look cool now. They actually are very neat, uh, but we don't need them. And if God could do something very neutral, I'd say, hey, EMT, solar flare, wipe out all the technology, make people non-autistic anymore. This is my number one push to decrease the rising levels of autism, which are at a historic rate, Already, And they're going to become more and more historic to where everybody's just going to realize like, oh, we're all autistic. We're all disabled. And it'll be up to you to prove you're actually not disabled. And here's here's something I wanted to talk about. There's a few things. There's a few things. Thank God I remembered all the things I wanted to talk about. Jesus Christ. I forgot it. (laughs) Fuck, man. Oh, man, dude. I forgot it shit ah all the autism i was talking about autism and then i thought about the three things i wanted to talk about and i lined them all up in my head and then i tried to and then i tried to think about which one do i want to talk about and then i fumbled i intellectually fumbled and i do this often in my podcast and i got to address it 
okay? I fumble so fucking much. And it's it happens as soon as I try to think about three or four things, okay? I try to, uh, I guess, book in my thoughts. I'll think about what I'm thinking now. I'll think about what I'm going to say. And then, guess what? I think about what I'm going to say after, and that's three or four thoughts. And by the time I think about all of that, I fumble. And I can't recall any of it. Because then at that point, I'm on the spotlight. This is the whole thing about going live, right? There's risk to it. And if, I, if this wasn't live, I know I wouldn't fumble the ball. But this is a game when you go live and you do a stream of consciousness in a stream. That's also something else I wanted to talk about. This is one of the few streams that's in its own stream, right? Because everybody's streaming, but I'm streaming my consciousness just solo dolo, right? Past, what time? what's my time? 33 minutes and 33 seconds. No, I'm not a Freemason. And yes, that is crazy. That just happened. That's fucking cool, dude. Ah, fucking cool. Yeah, autism's on the rise, man. It's climbing so fast. And... Eventually, oh, here's what I was going to say. One of the things, excuse me, thank God I remembered something. That um, there's a time where everyone was, quote unquote, Jesus Christ, those animals. Normal. Normal. A normal. Normie. Uh, a person who, I guess, is now considered neurotypical. And the reality is, going forward, you're going to have to prove to be normal. You're gonna have to be the. You're gonna have to somehow bring a case towards whatever right you want in life. You want free speech. You have to deem yourself normal for the right. You want your Second Amendment. You have to prove yourself normal. And before everybody was granted normalcy, but because the government starts documenting everything about your life because education is compulsory, right? Uh, let's not forget that little detail. That's one of the few rights that is forced upon you more than anything else. People talk about rights and freedoms. Like, oh, what? That isn't, I wish the government enforced every other right like they do the right of education where they make it compulsory. Imagine if the Second Amendment was compulsory, where you had to have the, the, a gun in your house. You had to have the, the education on how to use it. Can you imagine if we made some rights compulsory, right? Jesus Christ. So going forward, it, my point is autism's on the rise. Intellectual diversity's on the rise. And neurodiversity's on the rise. And everybody's fucking disabled. And it's cool to be, quote unquote, uh, a victim. Uh, not, you know, I got a, I got a chip on my shoulder. Hey, I'm autistic. It's a joke. But maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. Uh, it's The whole point is to avoid the oppressor class system. Right. So at least in our society, when the oppressor class so far is white. <laughs> so if you're white, you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. What what am I? What am I? What am I? What am I? I'm autistic. <laughs> I can't be an oppressor or, you know, what people do. Oh, God, God, God. I'm non-binary. I'm gay. I'm LGBTQ. I'm trans. Like, how can I avoid being an oppressor? I don't like this label of being responsible for all the bad things in America's history. <laughs> so you, you have this thing going on in America right now. Anyways, of people trying to escape the oppressor class. And you know what? I'm a part of that oppressor class. 
sounds so stupid to say. Uh, but then some people look at it like, oh, you are a white male, part of the patriarchy, cisgendered. Uh, you are reproducing, and that's not good. Mm-mm, not good. You are perpetuating the exact problems that have been plaguing the system and society for hundreds of years. So, yeah, man. And uh, they're like, oh, dude, the world's so fucking funny. But uh, anyways, to my point, if I can ever remember it. Remember, this is a stream in the stream, everybody. This is a stream in a stream. And uh, what's going on, right, is there is no more normal. And the reason they're having to address this is because the fact is humans have, and this is where I think evolution has been integral because they have to explain the deviation in society. Why is society changing? Well, it's evolving, right? It's evolving, isn't it? And I think there is an evolution and there is an actual uh, change in the human brain. And nobody will know if I'm right, by the way, I guess, until like 100 years or whatever. Uh, It will take a long time to bear out what I'm about to state and what I have stated so far. Where the human brain, and this would be hard to compare to, you need brains that weren't exposed to screens. So like imagine having a brain perfectly preserved in the 50s. And in the 60s. And so you need all the brains. I need all these brains. I need to look at everybody's fucking brain. If I could. If I could. God willing. I'd like to see this. So you, you look at all these brains. And I'm telling you, as soon as screens got introduced to the human uh, environment, uh, the developmental impact on it was significant. So in other words, you, you look at children and their brain development now. Uh, it's going to be different than a child's brain development in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, uh, all the way up, you know. And I, I'm trying to think of like when color TV and that TV came in, but it's still different, right? Now, screens are insane, right? They are nutty. Screens and the colors and the things, it's just so disgusting. I really personally don't like them. And, uh, but I use them, everybody uses them. It's, there's, it's unavoidable. Like, this is a part of our society, blah, blah, blah. Fuck them. I still hate them. Fuck your screen. Fuck them. I hate all these screens. Fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. I fucking hate screens. And I don't mind saying it. And the reason I hate screens is because I think they're changing the way humans are and have been. Not that they were perfect before, but I feel like they were more human, right? They were more social. They were more considerate. Now, screens have distorted everything about everybody. They've distorted a young child's development to where they become autistic, right? And here's why. And I made this case in the last couple of podcasts, so I'm sorry if you've listened to the past three or four and you're like, I don't want to hear him say this. Some people don't. <laughs> and uh, thank you for listening, by the way, on Spotify, iTunes. Uh means a lot. But um, screens right now, and the way they're being used for children are impacting their social skills, their communication skills, and their behavioral patterns. And once you, those three things are associated with autism, right? And once you do that to a child's development and you don't change it, they're fucked, okay? They're fucked. They're going to take therapy their whole life and hate you as a parent as soon as they grow up. If you're one of these people who gave screens to your kid, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, it sucks to hear this. I think a lot of people, who knows, uh, maybe there's people listening to this who do this. And I, I always imagine, like, if you listen to this, 
you should already know I fucking hate screens and that I despise parents or people who give screens to their children. I think it is one of the most cop-out things a parent can do, right? What it is is it's just... I don't, the word malignant comes to mind. I don't even think that's the right word. What is the word malignant? This is the only time I ever use my computer typically just to make sure I'm malignant. And you know what? Nothing bothers me more. Okay. I just type this up and you know what? I get a fucking movie trailer. Jesus Christ, the feet above the movie trailer. I want to know the word. I guess you have to type define. And just the fact that you have to type that. It's like, what the fuck? In the hands, malevolent. Yeah, it is malevolent. It is it is evil. It's very evil, I think, to distort your child's developmental natural processes by giving them a screen. I think, and what's happened, right? When you think about all the people who have just give, given their kid a screen instead of actually parented, that's, here's, here's, Every generation was wrong when they said the next one sucked, okay? This is going to be the first time ever where the next generation actually is so fucking autistic, we are fucked. And a lot of society's fucked. Maybe we'll be blessed because some of these autistic fucks, you got to imagine, how many hours of Baby Shark have some of these fucking kids watched? Think about that. Baby Shark? Oh, you kidding me? Hours, my dude. These kids have... What would it be called? They've prestiged Baby Shark. They've hit Baby Shark so many fucking times. Dun. You know what? You know, how I heard a rap song. It's called Baby Shark. And then it was a rap song. Well, this kid is this. And it's a good song. <laughs> it's not a good song. It sucks. It's the same thing. Except it's about gun funds. And he says, my baby shark goes do-do-do-do. And he's saying it kills people. There's a problem of gun violence in this country. It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Ah, it's disgusting. And I hope for everybody else. You know what I mean? Like, I, I really just would prefer if the... I feel like these, this should be evident, right, to a lot of people, but are, there's so much profit behind false education. What do I mean by false education? This idea where you could put the ABCs in front of your kid, like Coco Melon, and it's called educational. I think that is one of the worst. It's, it's false advertising. It's, what would you call it? It's disgusting. It's deceptive practices. That's what it is, right? It's a deceptive practice. And there's parents who will put this on, right? Where uh, they, they they think, right? Like, oh, my kid's learning. And they really believe that watching these shows teaches their kids something. And in fact, the I think what's not being told to these parents is something I've repeated on my podcast several times, right? Your brain is hardwired to pay attention to changes in your environment. So when you look at your screen, right, it's constantly changing. And so children, when they look at this, right, 
Their, their brains, they don't be like, oh, my child, your child will watch infomercials. They, their brain is hardwired to pay attention to changes in their environment. And when there's nothing that changes faster than a screen. So that's, first of all, why children and people stare at screens. It's genetic, it's part of your brain, right? It's, it is part of your brain to just pay attention to your environment and notice the changes. And screens change the fastest. So the human mind is manipulated by this, right? And at a young age, so people are deluded into thinking that your kid's even finding this enjoyable. No, your kid is just like a hunter out in the wilderness and they just can't fucking realize why this shit's changing so fucking fast. And they're stuck in a hypnotic state, right? They, they, are, they are absolutely, and I am in, hypnotic state a lot of times just when i watch tv i admit that right i admit this is true all the way to me it's true to when you're for a kid as well right and i get bothered by this hypnotic state that children find themselves in and these companies who pass it off as educational it's like this shit ain't educational your kid ain't learning shit your your kid's way better off honestly staring at your face you making noises or you talking to them, or just staring in their environment, noticing the changes, the actual real world. Um, but I think that's the weird thing. Kids growing up now don't notice the actual changes in their environment. And that's an important thing to to have, right? So when I grew up, I drew, I didn't drive. Um, my family would drive down roads, and I noticed as I've gone gotten older, like, oh, how they've changed. Because when I was a kid, right, I looked out the window, Right? We're driving somewhere. I don't have any fucking choice. I had a Game Boy sometimes. But I crushed Pokemon. Right? The game was over in a week. And I'm like, man, what do you do? That that was the only game worth playing. And um, I couldn't read in a car, which was I always thought was interesting. So I would just look out the window. I was one of these people who just looked out the window like some autistic person. And... Now, kids, and this is something interesting. I was never the person who had fucking movies. You see these, you ever behind a family and like they're, they're driving just, I don't know, to the grocery store and they put on a movie for their kids in the car? It's so sad, right? And the, po- the point is you should notice your environment and all the things that are changing as you grow up, as you get older. But if like you're just watching shows all the time, there's so many kids who have been checked out of reality from the time they were born. And it's astonishing. And people are wondering why, like, oh, why don't people really get what's going on in the world? How do, because, dude, they've been watching a screen nonstop. They're always on a screen. Always on. And, and there's this thing called terminally online, right? No, no, no. These, there's just, everybody's on terminally it's just on man god help and that's what i'm saying emp big emp fan right because i think if you took the emp approach took out screens world would be a better place dude and i understand like that's a big thing right i honestly i've said this before don't think america needs to talk to too many other people too many other countries or people it's it's a waste of time to care about ukraine it's a waste of time to think about england it's a waste of time to think about china 
There and I there's sixty nine thousand people who are homeless in Los Angeles. Are you kidding me? Why are we thinking about anybody else as a country? It's shocking. You know what I mean? It's shocking. All these empathetic leftists, dude, and nobody really cares about Americans. There's si- you want to help sixty nine thousand people, and I always find that number on. You want to help? There's sixty nine thousand people in Los Angeles. Why? That's such an easy target. If you and be, and I heard Bezos said he's gonna give his money away to climate change. Bezos, there's sixty nine thousand people who need help. There's sixty nine thousand people, Jeff Bezos, who need help. In Los Angeles, you could solve that fucking problem. I don't know, realistically, but climate change, how would you ever know if you solve climate change? Here's how I know if you solve the homeless problem in Los Angeles. The the number starts at 69,000. Let's lower it. Let's fucking lower the number. Why don't we lower the number to 40? That seems modest. To 30, to 20, to 10. Lower the number. Who knows, man? People want to stop. Climate change. It's one of these stupid. Climate change, the virus, communism, terrorism. (coughs) You know what all those things have in common? They're boogeymen, right? So when you give all of your money to fight a boogeyman, how do you ever win? You'll never defeat those ideas because they're ideas, right? Climate change is an idea, dude. Holy shit. People are insane. People are so fucking insane. Here's something else I noticed. I don't want to get into it. I mean, yeah, just... <laughs> dude, what, what, what is this? What is this fucking podcast? It's almost over. Ten minutes left. So excited about this. What a stream of consciousness. And I've said a lot of things. And first of all... I want to be honest about this. I'm not the person who who should decide who should live or die, right? That's, I got a little bit, I guess, heated with my rhetoric earlier uh, about asking for an intervention of some sort to rid rid the earth of the people. But uh, yeah, man, I think I want to close on that, I guess, in the last 10 minutes and say, I don't think anyone should decide who who that should be i mean i mean i i don't take it back actually (laughs) i don't i think that uh what i said is true i think i would like if something came came in and leveled the playing field a little bit and i i I hate to say this i was telling my wife earlier and she said uh that sounds like a bill burbit and I realized he does have this idea of like, oh, lot, killing lots of people is a good idea. And I, when you realize your ideas intersect with other people, it's interesting. Um, but my ideas start with the people who I saw earlier today where it was something inside of me that got, I guess... When I saw those two, like I said, individuals that were a flock, that six bills, with a room temperature IQ between them both combined, maybe like 120, I got upset. 
And I thought to myself, yeah, it would be maybe a good thing if the world was kind of cleansed by a flood uh, or there was a mass catastrophe. And is that, you know, I really feel like that's my original thinking because um, that's what I felt when I saw those people. <laughs> I thought, why isn't there a flood right now? Why? How are these people allowed to live? Why do they, and I hate to say this, nicer vehicle than mine. Like these, uh, these fucking, I like that minivan, but I mean, how, and for, how do they reproduce? It's like the dinosaur problem. You look at some of these people and it's the same thing. I believe in dinosaurs more and more when you see people like that and you're like, holy fuck, they reproduce not once, not twice. Oh, and the kids are the same too. I didn't want to bring them up cause it's, it's bad to reflect on, uh, you know, people, I think the kids aren't, you know, the kids didn't ask to come to this world. And I, I feel like every child is born as a gift. Either way, though, you look at this, you're like, Jesus Christ. No, no, no. How's this going on? It's America, baby. Freedom. Freedom to do that. Uh, freedom to be that. If you want to be that kind of person, you can be them. And, uh, man, it's just, it's weird. Who am I to judge? I, I guess I'm a, a bit judgy, right? And I don't know. It's not a big deal. <laughs> About to end the podcast, though. What should I go out with? A few other thoughts. Oh, I didn't, I, these are called notes, and I usually don't do this. I usually do not do this. Sorry, everybody's like, oh, it's a stream of consciousness. No, it's not. Oh, here's what I was going to talk about. Because you're like, oh, I was going to bring this up. I, uh, I have a young child, and, you know, they're, they're a bright child, and they've learned what, uh, I guess, naughty words, swear words are. And one of the funniest things to, to have to deal with is when they learn how to say fuck. Because <laughs> I say it. Like, I don't avoid saying fuck. Like, I'll drop something. And so I have glass dishware or glass drinks in my house. And unfortunately, right, this happened like in the three times. It's so weird when you break glass. Uh, but you'll, you'll break glass, right? And you'll say fuck. And... You know, like you kind of make it okay to say, and uh, you then your kid starts to say it. You're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and <laughs> one of the hardest things I've I've had to learn is like, how do you make swearing okay? Because when I was growing up, swearing was in my culture very frowned upon. In my day to day life, as a young child, if I swore, uh, I would have Tabasco sauce put on my tongue at my daycare. So I learned not to swear, right? But when I was home, my parents said, if you feel like you really want to say a swear word, you can say it. And um, it was interesting. So I guess I would swear a lot. What I did when I was young, and then I, I outwore the novelty of it, which was interesting to note because when I was 16, 17, 18, a lot of the people I was around were just trying out swearing for the first time. Right. So imagine really saying fuck. <laughs> like, I, I don't know, man, these these people don't 
uh, at least in, in my culture, they didn't have the opportunity. So some people would swear funny. That's what I would call it. They just like, <laughs> you would laugh at the way people would swear because they, they're not proficient at it. And there's proficiency at it. And I'm probably still low level. Uh, but not a big deal because there was a point too where I was like, oh man, maybe I shouldn't swear. Um, but anyways, to I digress, I guess, as people say. Uh, I was just told my young child, I said, hey, if you want to swear, uh, you can swear in this room. This is the room where you swear and you swear any word you want. <laughs> it's just funny to, uh, to see a child express their freedom and the words they think are naughty. And they'll say words that are naughty. Uh, like, uh, it's just so interesting. Freedom of speech is funny to see at a young age and it can be repressed. Like, oh, don't say this word, don't say that word. And I think sometimes those are like kettles that uh, can boil over if you try to repress it for too long. Um, you know what I mean? It's, it's, if, if there's like an outlet. So now that I've, my point is, I provided that outlet. Early on when my young child started to swear, and not even three yet, by the way, <laughs> gifted, uh, now it's over. Like, swear words, not even, like, now that it's come and gone, not even cool. Don't even care. Doesn't swear. Doesn't go to the room to swear anymore. It's just like, oh, I guess it's over. No more swearing's not. But when you make something taboo, right? Like, don't swear. Don't say those words. Um, it's just fascinating. So, uh, anyways, podcast is over. Just hit an hour mark. You're going to go check out the chat. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, great show so far. Ho- hopefully you enjoyed it. If not, that's all right. Uh, if you did, thank you. Uh, let's see, chat. Oh, there's some people here. Uh, thank you, Squirrel, for uh, staying, talking. And I see a person named Robin. Thank you, Robin, for uh, chatting and uh, hanging out with me in the Provo Kid podcast. Um, appreciate everybody here. And always surprised, yeah. Uh, subscribe if you guys would like. Great time to to do that, I guess. Or unsubscribe. Doesn't really matter. Hit the like or dislike. Be yourself. And anarchy rules. I'll have to address that later a little bit more. Maybe I'll be, uh, I'll come prepared to talk about anarchy. What song should I end with? Um, hey, well, there's tons of songs. I've been playing, I, I like this song.